this is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Lukey, Lukey, Lukey. How are you, mate? Very well, Tim, by yourself. Very, very well. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Small Business Big Marketing, the place where... What do we do, Luke? We make marketing simple Correct. for small businesses. Correct. Yep. I think we do anyway. We try to. We try. We do have done And we certainly talk to plenty of other people that uh, that have... Yeah, they do. Yeah, they know much more than us. We just we just let them bring it to the surface, like let it bubble away and bring it to the top. We're facilitators, facilitators. In, a, in a crazy marketing world. Lukey. Timbo. New website up. Yes, we've got a new layout up at www.smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Go oh. and check it out. Goodness me, paid advertising. <laughs> uh, yeah, new new website. Still a bit more work to be done on it, which is yeah, kind of interesting. Work. It is a work in progress, and that's the wonderful thing about the web, Timbo. It is, and I like the idea that we are being transparent about the way we are developing the small business big marketing brand, because I think even in that there should be some learnings for our listeners. Yes. And what we did do, okay, let's come clean, okay? Yep. So 12 months ago, we had this idea about doing a podcast. You act, but to be fair, uh, you did. I did. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Luke. Yeah, that's what I really wanted and you. That's drag, all I really wanted you to say. Drag me along, kicking and <laughs> yeah. screaming, and here we are. Here we are. And you know, we realised that at that time we needed a website. We had a fantastic designer do a fantastic logo. Uh, oh, it was you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I clearly I'm not a graphic designer. No, however, stop it. Uh, I've got a debut illustrator, and um, I've got a debut illustrator. <laughs> there and you I can go. Just, yeah, it was. Yeah. It, look, you know, it served a purpose, and it may continue. However, it's had its time. Let's be honest. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. We've briefed a designer. We have, and um, our designer Nicola. Nicola is having a good look at it and seeing whether we can come up with something better because we're here for the long term. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we're getting serious. So we've, we've um, yeah, you've briefed your designer, Nicola. Who, yes, uh, I have. You've been hanging on very tightly too for I a long do, time. I do, I do. No one else can use him. If Nicola, if you're listening, I love you dearly. Now, another exciting thing just on the website. Yep. I have managed, listeners, I have managed to convince Timbo to give away his... Ooh. <laughs> yeah, his award. Well, not award winning. His very popular book, Chiching. Yep. Catch is that you, if you go to the website www.smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and sign up uh, on the right hand side, you will see a little sign up form, and you can get a give chapter, us your name, give, give and us your, your name, email, and your email, uh, and you'll receive a chapter of Tim's book every week for a year. That'd be fifty-two chapters. Would be fifty-two chapters. That must be a significantly good book, Luke. <laughs> have you read it? I have. Have you? Uh, yeah, bits. Yeah, exactly. You flicked it, didn't you? You highlighted no, everything. Some, there are some fantastic ideas in there, and and worksheets as well. That to is make a sure you damn good action. offer. Yeah, there are. There's a worksheet after every chapter. Yep. So, listeners, Cha-Ching is my book. Every single chapter of Cha-Ching explains, shares, case studies, a marketing idea for small businesses. Um, at the end of each chapter, there's a worksheet that poses some questions that will allow you to put that idea into action. If you cannot wait, 
Um, you can buy that book right now on our <laughs> website, can. which would be a great idea. <laughs> if you are happy to take your time, as Luke said, for 52 weeks, one idea a week, yep. just sign up, top right-hand corner of smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, and you will start immediately. Would that be fair to say immediately, Luke? Indeed, immediately it is, Timbo. Immediately uh, receiving. You will, get, you will get the first chapter there and then, once you've confirmed your email address, because we do have to apply to uh, Australian oh. spam standards. So- oh, we do, we do. So you get an email that says, confirm that yeah. that really is you, and you hit it, and bang, everyone's away. Anyway, Luke- it took me a while to convince Timbo of that, so please take us up on that offer. Yeah, correct. Lukey? Timbo? We're on Facebook. We are on Facebook. Thank you to the lovely Nicole Hammett. Yes. My VA, <laughs> uh, who helped us get that page up, yep. uh, fan page. Yes. So listeners, go to facebook.com forward slash... Small Business Big Marketing. And become a fan, contribute. You will get up-to-date information on what the hell is going on with us. Yes, and, uh, and look, next shows and guests and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we'll be dropping in yep. photos. and you, know, you, you can ask questions and... Uh, make comments, and there's a wonderful picture of Simbo in his undies. So Stop it. make sure you leave a comment Stop on that. Stop it! It's a big picture, <laughs> um, and you, you've got yeah. two very famous Australian comedians. I have on the left and right. I of have you. probably the most famous Australian comedians right now, alongside me. Would that be fair? Yeah, Luke's looking yeah. up in the air, ladies and gentlemen. Trying um, to think. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's not a, it's not a, a visual medium. It's a podcast. Um, you know, two very famous fellows, also in their underwear, with me, mm. which sounds a bit weird. But if you go to Facebook, you'll kind of get it. Yeah, yeah. So go and check it out, and uh, join us on Facebook. If Facebook is your thing, if it's not, you can always leave. Uh, questions on uh, on the website or email us at questions at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Hey, Lukey, before we get stuck into our guest, yeah. which I reckon, gosh, there's some gold coming up with our guest. I, I reckon this is going to be... Don't, you it, can't say this is going to be the best interview I've ever done because that would uh, be unfair. Were you going to say that? It, it's, it's up there. Very, very harsh. For all previous guests, I apologise on behalf of Luke and, in fact, the whole of small business, big marketing... <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. No, no. It, it, Steve gives some fantastic he ideas. Does. Anyway, we'll jump into that a little bit. A little we bit will because we've got a little bit of cover. We're excited, aren't we? You know Very why excited. we're excited, Luke? Why are we excited? Just there's just a lot bubbling away in the small business, big marketing world. Yes, yeah, there's some there exciting, is some big exciting news, things to come. Big, big, big news coming up, listeners. Mm, there are. You know. uh, there are going to be. We're, we're going to launch a couple of really, really. I think they're exciting. You think they're exciting. Ways to get further involved, not so much with Luke and I, but with the world of small business, big marketing. Um, On a monthly basis, on a face-to-face basis, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. I'm even, I've got even got an idea about that, which I've just had, Luke. Yes. We might allocate a little show, like a a two-minute, three-minute show after this, where we focus on that, because... And ladies, we're just workshopping this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're just <laughs> workshopping this. Uh, we won't turn the mics off, but I think that'd be a kind of good idea to give yeah, it, it could be. to give it some focus. Definitely, um, because sometimes when you want to make an announcement in your own business, I think you're better off separating it from all of the rest of the clutter. So we might do that, Loki. You don't know really what I'm talking about, but just just go with me. Yeah, I'll, trust I'll, me. Um, we'll um... hold my hand. Uh, <laughs> pass. Hold my hand. <laughs> We're holding hands, listeners. It's gorgeous. Oh, dear. No, no, enough. Hey, um, Lukey, before uh, we get stuck uh, into hang on, Steve... It was, before we get stuck into Steve, it was your birthday yesterday. Thank too, you. Timbo, so happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Move on. 22 years old. 
Yeah, forty-three. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. And gosh, you know, I got so I got more tweets and um, emails and texties than I did birthday cards. Don't tell the guy from Send Out Cards that we previously <laughs> interviewed because it would be very upset. But I felt very loved yesterday to all those oh, listeners that did send me a tweet in particular. Yeah. Hey, Lukey, marketing tips and tricks. Yes. I am in the middle of nearly finished having produced a video business card of me. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you heard it first. <laughs> you look at me as if you're going, well, what's that about? Yeah, yeah. look, I, I, don't, I don't quite get it yet, but um, I'm sure when I see it, I don't get it either, but I'm throwing caution to the wind. Yeah. Um, it's probably, is it egotistical? It might be. Maybe I'm doing it for myself, but I just figure that a one, two, three minute little video on me, the person, to put on online things that I'm, you know, maybe it'll appear on the small business big marketing website. Maybe it'll appear on the Ideas Guy website. It, maybe I can get it on LinkedIn, just so people get a sense of who I am and what I do, um, as opposed to just handing over a business card, mm, which has got some a, static information. Bit of a personal showreel, perhaps. It may be a personal showreel. Look, it may. It, I, I might be completely doing it for the wrong reasons, but I do think we've talked about video being kind of. It's where things are going. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's not a lot of downside to doing it. And if people can gain trust before they employ one services by seeing you on video, then got to be a good thing. So I'm doing that. Yep. What's your news, Luke? Uh, I actually went and checked out one of the services that you recommended last on the last podcast we did, Timbo, um, sourcebottle.com.au, which is um, basically... Uh, You're talking really fast. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, sourcebottle.com.au. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's because I've been, I've been doing some audio recording already right, today. Right, right. And... Um, yeah, obviously. Okay. I'm, I'm, so, so I'm not sure so, why that means that you're talking fast. I shouldn't actually. Sourcebottle.com.au, uh, which is Timbo. It's just a great way for small businesses to go and find publicity, free publicity opportunities. Mm. I used it last week, yep. and I have got an upcoming article in Marketing Magazine as a result of it. I found a little bit of an upside to that particular service. Uh, there are people that send out requests for people to go and write guest posts on websites. Now, if you're not familiar, um, obviously, people have blogs, perhaps like yourself, listener, uh, and they they want to get content for the website. Um, yep. And people will often invite uh, yep. others to come and do a guest post. You don't necessarily. I mean, you could put that on Source Bottle. I think it would cost you to list that on Source Bottle. I do that on Twitter. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about it from the person who responds ah, to that request. Yeah, because you can gotcha. then go and do a guest post, yep. and not only will you get obviously some profile, uh, you can also put a link back to your website, which is yep. great for SEO purposes. So nice work, Lukey. Uh, and the other one, like, I don't think we mentioned last week, uh, last podcast was Harrow.com. Harrow.com. Help a reporter. Don't know what the O stands for. Might be the O in reporter, but it's H A R O dot com. So that's in the, the show notes. That's the international version of yeah. That, so if that you want to find yourself on uh, Dave Letterman, yeah, <laughs> CNN or something. No, I don't think that would be that case. But both these websites, listeners, are ways for small business owners to seek free publicity opportunities. And you know what they're born out of, Luke. Ask me what they're born out of. What are they born out of, Luke? Good question. That's a silly question. <laughs> they are born out of the fact that journos and news mediums and mediums of all sorts of shapes and sizes need content. Yes, indeed. And they can only keep going back to their same sources so many times. So they're crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing. Cut Google on. crowdsourcing. That's a. It's kind of not a new term anymore. Not really. Maybe it is. Maybe for the uh, uninitiated. Now there's a uh, another site that you found, Tim, that you're Lukey, addicted to. Lukey, 
addicted, absolutely addicted. And I'm going to share it after the interview with Steve. <laughs> Very good. It is a great site. Stay, and stay not only is it a great site, it's a site that actually has a whole lot of upside for small business owners to get things done, produced, made for them to help promote their business. For absolute peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. For a little bit of money. <laughs> okay. We'll Lukey. Yes. Let's get going. Indeed. With our guest. <laughs> well, let's, let's go and have a chat to Steve Samatino from Rentoid. Uh, first thing we ask Steve is... Before you say the first thing we ask Steve, he's a gun, this bloke. We did ask him, you know, what's Rentoid, and that's where he's going to start his little soiree with us. But, listeners, what you're going to get from this is a guy who came up with an idea, started by promoting his idea jogging through the streets of his local suburbs doing a letterbox drop. That letterbox drop got him eventually on a number of TV networks. Great story. As we said, Lukey, first thing we asked him was, what is Rentoid? What is Rentoid? Rentoid is this great website where people can rent things to and from each other on the internet. Just like that. Just like that. So like eBay, but you rent, not buy. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Is it bigger than eBay? Not yet. Not yet. What have you done to make it big so far? You know what I did to make it big? First thing I did was I, well, I didn't know anything about websites is the first thing. And I, I still really don't know a lot about websites. I just drew it up on pieces of paper and said, can someone build me this? And went onto one of those websites like Elance and found someone and said, build this for me. So I'm, a, I'm the anti-tech guy. And um, to get started, I started really local. The first piece of communication I ever did was a letterbox drop where I live in Yarraville. And when I used to go jogging each day, I'd have an armful of uh, printed out on a black and white bubble jet printer saying, local entrepreneur starts business where locals can rent their items, lawnmowers to and from each other. Love it. <laughs> I went out there and I thought I'll get some exercise and do a bit of marketing at the first, same time. First bit of marketing ever. First bit of marketing ever. Go for a that. jog. Go for a job, letterbox drop, every house in Yarraville. And it. I actually had about a 10% take up, which on direct mail, if you know anything, 1% to 3% is incredible. And What, what uh, was the next step? Next step was that, was I, I got a call from the local Yarraville newspaper lady who's the journalist there. She said, I've got your letterbox drop. She <laughs> said, do you want to come in and do a little chat about what you're doing? And I said, yeah, sure. Isn't so that funny she... <laughs> how the, the marketing world turns, hey? You do something small, which you think will have no impact, but I might as well give it a crack. The next thing you know, you've dropped it into someone's letterbox that happens to have access to a larger audience. Exactly. And, and... and tell, me, tell me that it appeared in the local paper... And was picked up by? Yeah, and then in the local paper, it was picked up by, uh, actually, Cameron Riley, who runs a podcast network, picked it up, and we did a little podcast on that. Very powerful podcast. Yep, yeah. yep. And then we got into TechCrunch from there. Yeah. And then uh, after that, What's we TechCrunch got... What's TechCrunch for us non-TechCrunch people? Yeah, TechCrunch is a website um, that's run in the US. It's like a blog for all new websites. Okay, so and, you went global. So went global. Yeah, out, out, of yeah. The, out of the local paper. Out of the local just, paper. just gone global. Actually, <laughs> and it... And it we had so many hits, it like busted the site, and the site busted, and I had all this negative <laughs> when feedback. When a site busts, what happens? Is it like get a crack in the in the monitor or yeah, something? The monitor cracks, <laughs> it, it smashes the screen. No, it uh, basically can't cope with the traffic because I was on like a shared server plan for nine ninety nine a month with yeah. GoDaddy. I was it was very budget. I had a zero budget. Good problem uh, to have. I, I want to follow this track. <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah. So we've gone local paper. We've gone TechCrunch Global. Yeah. Um, out of a jogging sprint around the local neighbourhood. Yeah. What came out of TechCrunch? Oh, out of TechCrunch, then we got uh, syndicated around to a lot of 
the other tech newspapers and pretty much everywhere in the in the tech world it went it went out into a lot of websites didn't actually give us a lot of um, revenue or business because I found that one thing that's really interesting if you're in the tech space is that the techies unless you're selling technical equipment mm. just like to know what's going on but they actually don't engage with what you're doing whereas local newspapers and some of the old-fashioned media actually the consumers have a lot more engagement with what you're doing rather than some of the tech stuff they're kind of you know, desk experts, not really out there and don't want to get involved. So, so did you head into – at what point did your marketing head into consumer land? Yeah. So, well, actually, the newspaper one just, just keeps going deeper. So I, basically what I did was I, I thought, well, I've got a little bit of license here to play with the local newspaper. So whenever I get some coverage, I either get a copy of it and put it on YouTube or scan the newspaper article. So I basically scanned the newspaper article and sent it to the wider Western Suburbs newspaper and said, oh, this is what's going on down in Yarraville. We've got this great little thing happening where all these items are, uh, are listed and people are renting them out. And I even listed everything I had, my own items. Like you've got to use, you've got to use your own product if you believe in it. So I put everything I own up on Rentoid to rent out to people. And I was renting out stuff and I even put things I didn't own on there. I went out and got the Harvey Norman catalog. I went out and got the, the JB Hi-Fi catalog. <laughs> this is what I did. Now this is true. Yeah, yeah. And I put all the items up there and I thought, shit, what? okay, because I need to populate the website. Because otherwise you have yeah. the problem where... You have people who won't won't come to rent things if nothing's on there, and people won't put their items on there if there's no one coming to rent. So the, I thought the critical mass problem. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I went and put all these items on. Just got Google Images, put them up, and put them at ten percent of the pricing. And when someone rented it, I went out and bought it. I went out and bought a five hundred dollar gym from from. I'm not joking. I went out and bought a five hundred dollar gym from from uh, Harvey Norman or wherever it was, and 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 bought these items, rented them in good faith. Did it, and at first I was embarrassed. I didn't tell the people that I started the website. I was just like, "Oh, yeah, isn't it a cool website?" And I was like, "Rent it to." So them. let me get this straight. As soon as someone put their hand up and said, "I wouldn't mind renting that home gym you're offering," you'd go, "Oh, I better go and buy it." Yep, I went out and I bought it, and then I would I would rent it out for, and I did a pricing algorithm where I did one percent for a day, five percent for a week, and ten percent for a month because that's pretty much what was happening in the rental industry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'd rent that item out two or three times. I noticed I your latest it. blog entry is about how to get a free iPad, which I thought was very clever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I tweeted it today. Yeah. I sent a tweet out saying, is this the way to get a free iPad or a broken iPad? Because <laughs> your theory, do you want to explain what your theory was about how to get a free iPad? Well, the iPad, obviously everyone's talking about it and it's not quite launched in Australia. And, and what I said was you, you can buy them on eBay and have them shipped over here in three yeah. days for about $600. And I did some tweets to say who would rent an iPad if I had one right now. And I got varying answers from 60 to $100 for one day up to a week. So I copied those tweets, did a picture of an iPad and said, you want an iPad for free? I've got all these people here lined up ready to rent yours for these price. You only need to rent it out for four weeks and it'll pay for your iPad. <laughs> I was wow. going to buy one myself, but I thought given that they're launching in three weeks, when one comes out, I will do it. I will buy one and it will be up on Rentoid and I'll rent it out and I will get it free. Love Last it. year out of my Nintendo Wii, I, I got $1,300 in rentals, renting it out, 40 bucks a week. That's it. Right. When I go home tonight. <laughs> I think I'm going to walk away now and start. <laughs> but, but, I don't even use mine. But, <laughs> you know, with the, the items that I used to put on there to populate the site, I did that. And then after they rent a couple of times, I'd just sell them out on eBay. And because they were hardly used, I'd pretty yeah. much get 80, 90%. So I'd net out. So I'd net out at about zero cost doing it, but I would get a great user experience and be, people using it. must be a word it. for someone like Steve. It's like a marketing, we'll have to make it up. Genius. <laughs> no, nah, it's just a necessity because I yeah. just thought, oh, what can I do here? Yeah. So, were, you, were you starving so, at some point? Were you, was this came out of a need for food or yeah, nah, shelter? Just, just desperation to succeed. You know, they're seriously yeah. like 
put it on the line. You know, if you want to do something, are you prepared to use your own service and, and live and die by it? So I actually saw an interesting thing on TV the other day where they were uh, doing the maintenance on aeroplanes. And one of the things they ask the engineers is when they do a full maintenance, tear a plane apart and then put it back together, you know, the jets, the jumbos, they said, well, I'd put my family on it. And that's kind of the thing you need to do with your startup is would you be the guy who's going to use your product, live and die by it? And you've got to have some faith in your service if you go out and buy stuff and think, well, you mm. know. So I did that. And then I got into the Western Suburbs newspaper from that. You know, that was the whole idea because I had to populate the site before I could get more coverage. And then into the MX. And each time I'd scan MX, it. MX for overseas listeners is a sort of like inner city newspaper. comes out at the yeah, end of each day. Yep. Yeah, and it comes out at the end of each day and gets cool. on the trains. And then I took that to the Herald Sun, which is the biggest newspaper in Victoria, and then to the Age, and then to the Australian. And then once I had all when of those. you say you took it to them. Because my, my, I thought that like exclusivity was part of getting publicity. So like you took, you took MX to the Herald Sun. Wouldn't the Herald Sun go, guys, old, old news? Actually, no, because they tend, to have, they tend to have a different story and a different angle. And I would always change up the angle slightly. So are you writing a press release? I don't ever call them press releases. I think they're the worst thing you can ever call them. I, I send a personal email to someone with information that they need to know. So I never, ever call it a press release. I'll find out who the right person is. I'll either call them direct or send them an email and say something like, hey, look, I've got this stuff I really want you to, to know about. I think your, your readers will really like it for these reasons. It's a bit of a long email, but have a little read and then we'll have, I'll give you a call and have a chat. So I say that right up front and I try and write the story mm -hmm. for them a little bit. And every time I send one, they're, to they're, they're different. So I'll, I'll do a different uh, story uh, every single time I, I send a release. So in one magazine, it might be about you can get tech products and try them quite easily. And then another, another one, it might be about how make money out of your okay. idle assets. So you're, you're writing a personal note to Absolutely. the journal. Yeah, yeah. Changing the angle every time. The angle of attack's got to be different. Steve, while you've been um, telling us that story, Sammy, our producer, just sent us a little note saying someone's put their wife on Rentoid under antiques. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> Clearly, you're managing the, uh, the censorship of the side beautifully. Okay. Hang on. No, no, no. no you know what? I know that's there. Yeah. And I, I left it there because if you can't show your personality, in a small company. When are you ever going to do it? That's the sort of thing you can't do in a big company. Did you put that there? No, I didn't. Someone someone did, but I left it. And what, what a fantastic story, though. A great story. Well, it gets I'll... sent about a thousand thousand times a week. Around. Oh, really? Yeah, so what, I just leave it. What would I get yeah, for a co-host? Like, like a, we <laughs> a weekly raid for a co-host? I don't know. You, you decide. User generated. Put put, you decide. Put it out there. Lukey. Timbo. How good is this interview? He's, he's, <laughs> he's got some gold safe. Oh, goodness me. Listeners, I hope you're taking notes. Yeah. I, actually, on that, do you know that every episode is transcribed? Yes. Yes. So you can actually go to our website, listeners, and get the written transcription of everything that we say on each episode. Thanks to... The transcription people. Thank you very much. Annalisa. <laughs> Annalisa. Yeah. Now, that's not why we stopped, Lukey. This is, I reckon this is a really good interview. I'm not going to say it's the best because I think that would be very upsetting to previous uh, guests. However, I loved what Steve just said about the fact that a small business can be so much more flexible. Yeah. And I think it's a great reminder to you and I and all our listeners who own small businesses to have fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. Show, Take, show your character through your business. Absolutely. And if you don't know what the personality of your business is, spend some time thinking about it. Ask yourself the question... If, if people met my business at a barbecue and walked away from it after a discussion, how would they describe me? How would they describe my business? Yeah. Um, because 
This is the thing. Small business owners, we can have some fun. We can be flexible. We can take risks. We can be creative, uh, knowing that it's ours, you know. We'll, 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 we'll take the hits. Stop being stuffy and add some fun into your business. Who, me? <laughs> Generally, people, oh, people, right. business owners in Thank general, you. stop good. taking yourself so seriously. You looked at me when you said that. Back to Steve. The, Steve, the the PR rabbit hole goes a little bit deeper than that. You ended yeah, up getting the on PR rabbit hole. Thank you. Well, listeners, you heard it all. Turn it off and write it down. Are you about there to, it is. You're going to hand me a red pill at some <laughs> some point soon. Welcome to the Matrix. The PR, just just Luke. Luke. Yes. The Tim. PR rabbit hole. Just talk yeah. to me about well, that. Well, I know that's not where the, I know that's not where the story ends. So I'm interested to hear from Steve. I know, but your terminology. You like it? Cool. Cool. I do cool. like it. Thanks. PR rabbit hole, uh, Steve. Where, where's it go to? <laughs> it never ends. It's, it's going. It's going tonight. Now, yeah. I, I got onto onto uh, quite a few TV shows. Actually, it's interesting. Hang on. You don't just go. I got onto quite a few TV shows. It's interesting. How about how did you get on to quite a few TV shows? I think many of our listeners would like that. Well, the first rule is whenever you get one piece of coverage, it's like a CV, right? It's like when you, every time you go for the next job, you've got to have one that you know, gets you close. And that's what they're looking for. I say, I, I say you've got to invent license. If you're in a startup or a small business, what license are you inventing that gives you the right to knock on someone else's door? So every time I get a little bit of PR, I'll scan it. I'll get a video copy of it. If it's an audio file, I'll get that file. And I'll share that, but change the angle of attack. You always got to change the angle of attack so they're not repeating the same story. That's why press releases are bad because people are nervous. As soon as they see a press release, they go, well, why would I do this? It's going to be in every newspaper and I'm just out there you know, giving the same information. So I would basically take that piece of PR and slightly change the angle. So um, the I would also use the business media quite a bit. So talk about the different techniques that I've done. So some of the angles I've had mm. for Rentoid. Just, and and how did you get on telly and what telly did you get on? I've been on A Current Affair, Sunrise, Morning Show, ABC 730 Report. Love, so, your, love your work. Yeah, yeah. Been all on a few all free marketing. Who picked you up first? Which TV picked you first up first? First one was Channel 10. It was the David and Kim show, the morning show with David and Kim. And what was that call like? Did you get a phone exci- call from the producer? Was, yeah, I did, and uh, I was yes. reasonably excited. Steve, it's uh, the producer here from uh, the Today Show. <laughs> That's not how Sam <laughs> speaks to <Tim>. him. <laughs> it, it was a little bit like that, actually. A girl rang me. She said, oh, I'm calling up. I, I was... So I didn't actually get the message for two days. It was a, it was a, because it was like on a Friday and I thought, ah, oh, it's four o'clock Friday. I'm going to have some beers. And then, <laughs> and then I picked it up Monday and it was channel 10. I was really I was like, oh, on the phone yeah, in a heartbeat, yeah. just dialing the number as quick yeah. as I could. Playing it cool. Yeah, playing cool. I'm like, oh, I've got your message, been on, been on business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she actually saw. Uh, an article I had in G Magazine, which is a green eco magazine. Real good tip for small business people out there. Mainstream media look to edgy media for new content. That's what they do. They look at the blogs. They look at edgy magazines. They look at stuff that's on the fringe. Just podcasts, small business mainly, podcasts. Mainly small business podcasts. Yeah. If you find on yeah. iTunes yeah. and type in the word yeah. marketing. Mark, bleeding edge That's stuff, the one. Yeah. Bleeding edge. If you're edge. listening to it, you are on the edge. <laughs> so... She found me in G Magazine. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about G Magazine is I always wanted to get in there because my favorite media angle for Rentoid was it's the ultimate green business because we're recycling existing goods. Mm. You can't get any greener than that. There's no carbon offsetting. It's already here. Don't go and buy the other one. I mean, it's the greenest. And I was pitching to her, uh, the the editor of G Magazine, for about a year before I got on there. Wow. And I didn't give up. It was just really quirky. Um, 
and then she, when she saw that, we had a double page spread. I finally got into G Magazine. She said, oh, I saw it. I really liked it. Um, can we come in and do it? And we had a 10-minute live interview on Channel 10 just with all these items on a bench that people rent out. And it was cool. It was wow, really cool. Great? That is, yeah. And then I wanted to get on A Current Affair after that. And I just um, – Use that on a use the current affair one. All I did was have a little YouTube link and said, "Look, this was in the morning show, so a lot of your uh, your main viewers are probably at work during the time. But uh, this is the way battlers are really making money. Uh, Fifty dollars here and there puts petrol in the car. I reckon it'd be a great story. That was it. Just like a one line email pitch, and the producer from a current affair said, "Love it. Can we do it tomorrow?" And that was it. The, the word battler would have had a lot to do with that. <laughs> God bless your current affair. Um, now, Steve-O, we have to wrap this little baby up. I reckon there's been a whole lot of marketing gold here, but I am going to ask you for your top, what do you reckon, Lukey? Top Three? five. Top five? Yeah. Straight down the rabbit burrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got small business owners who don't have the front that you have, the the, the assertiveness to just keep chasing it necessarily. What do you say to those people that are really kind of thinking, what, what do I do to get inquiry, to raise awareness? Give us your top five. Oh, I would say the first thing is just, just start with really simple things. Think back to what I did. It was a letterbox drop. You know, some of the old-fashioned methods actually have a little bit more action some, than some of the new digital media. The reality is digital media hasn't given me a lot. I've ended up in digital media, but simple things like sending someone a letter, putting a letterbox drop in, some of the analog methods are often the best. Send someone a send-out card. A send-out card, Luke. send-out card. Straight back to episode 18. Thank you. you Sorry, know, so, so, so I would say try try the analog methods. I would say never ever send out mass information to people you want to get media from. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's personalised. Uh, make sure your angle of attack is always different. Think about your business and say, what things do we do that are good for society and good for others? It's not about you. It never is. No one cares about your business. They actually don't. They care about themselves. So what message have you got for your business that benefits others? And I'll just give you a really quick example that you can use in your business. Rentoid's great because people make money who are renting out items they've got. People who rent out, let's say, a lawnmower, he's saved $400 for renting it by for $20, so it's a lot cheaper for him. The environment wins, so I've got the environmental angle. Uh, it's a great community thing where people connect digitally, so there's that angle. And then there's the tech angle because it's the first in its space. So they're just, just off the top of my head. There's five different angles. So all of a sudden, there's all these different media plays that I can do. And, and, every... and clearly marriage cancelling angle. And with, marriage uh, cancelling. <laughs> wife under antiques. So, so there's a lot of different angles in pretty much every business. You just have to sit down and have a good think about it. Uh, and, and talk to people personally. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone. Actually, journalists, everyone, they have their email addresses, their phone numbers online. Now, it's a lot easier. The barriers have been removed. And you can find these guys. So just pick up the phone and be nice and be warm. Mm. Tell them what you're doing and, and think of others. That that that'd be the, the key things I'd say in terms of getting some coverage on your business. Marketing and, gold, Lukey. Yeah. Well, one more question, Steve. You, 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 you quickly mentioned that you do do a bit of social media. You do a lot of blogging. Yeah, I'm how, addicted. Have, have you, how have you found that sort of driven customers to rent for? Have you found that it's driven customers or has your PR been more successful? Uh, I, I, the PR has been more successful than the blogging, but the blogging is almost like your club supporters. Mm. They're the people who help you out and give you more business links to get you more coverage in other areas. In terms of uh, the business impact on Rentoid, the, the mainstream PR is is been the stuff that worked a lot. But uh, the, I think the digital new media facilitates some of the more traditional stuff. And if you put some effort in there, it, it gives you contacts and leads you into other areas where before, unless you were working in these organisations, the doors were shut. So social media opens channels and contacts, I think, is the key thing. Yep. Love yeah. it. Uh, 
if people want to get onto Rentoid now, they go and just simply list something they've got to rent and away you go? Yep, it's just going to Rentoid, which is www.rentoid.com. To list an item, give it a try. It's it's four dollars to put an item. It's a it's a cost of a cup of coffee. How do you make a quid? I, I just get. Four, I'm not greedy. So I just take four dollars of the people that you know, they they put an item up, and I get the four dollars or the thirty dollars. Um, if they join for a year, they can oh, join okay. for thirty dollars. Thirty bucks and as many as you want. As many as you want, or four dollars for a singular item. Cost of a cup of coffee. Listeners, Steve needs a feed. Um, get onto Rentoid now. <laughs> list something, anything. Join up for a year, I reckon. Lukey, yeah. what do you reckon? Is that a good yeah, idea? Yeah, look, I think it's brilliant, and I think you've had some uh, brilliant ideas for our listeners, Steve, so thanks yeah. very much. Great work. Thanks for having me, guys. What an interview, Lukey. He was brilliant, wasn't he, Steve? Listeners, uh, I hope you got as much out of that as I certainly did for my business, and I know Lukey did for his. Yeah, I've got heaps. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to do some PR at the moment, and uh, Steve's tips were definitely helpful. How to do? How to take a letterbox drop onto national television yeah. would be the headline for that one. Indeed, he's great stuff. Hey, Lukey, we were going to mention some other stuff. Um, this website that I've found is absolutely addictive. It's called Fiverr. F I V E dot com. Yeah. And what they do is they say the, it's the place for people to share things that they're willing to do for five dollars. Right. So all the people, all these people from around the world, list things that they're willing to do for $5. And so far, I've had a wonderful drawing of my dog done for $5, which my kids have got a real laugh out of. But more importantly, there's actually a whole lot of things that people are willing to do for $5 that could help in your small business marketing. Yes, and some of the things that you've already ordered, I believe. I have. I have ordered um, this band band from the Bronx (laughs) in New York to write us a song for small business big marketing. I'll tell you what, Timbo, you better pay them. I've, I've seen these guys and I don't want them coming, flying over to Australia and knocking on my door. I don't either. I don't think they will. No. But if they did, it would be a scary thing. It but would. I have paid them and they have taken my brief and they are writing us a song about our show. Brilliant. So hopefully next show we'll have that to share. I have also paid a guy to go, uh, another New York one actually, to go and write our domain name on the street, on the footpath of Times Square in New York. <laughs> and he's going to take a photo of that and away we go. Um, what else have I... Oh, there's a couple of other things, but I'm going to basically... We, as of next show, listeners, we're going to have a little episode called What Would You Do For A Fiver? Yeah. Uh, or What Could You Get Done For A Fiver? And um, every every episode thereafter, we'll share something we've done and had created for five bucks that's helped promote small business, big marketing. So that'll be a bit awesome. of fun. A bit of a challenge, actually, Timo. Do you reckon? Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, you know, it's good. We we can go through Fiverr and find things that, Correct. that are going to help promote small business, big Correct. marketing. Correct. We'll put that awesome, link in awesome our show ideas. notes. <clears throat> what else we got, Luigi? Before we say goodbye, because this has been a long show, we are doing, we've been approached by the lovely Michelle at the city of Yarra, yep. which is a local council in the Melbourne area, to go and uh, be guest speakers at an upcoming business breakfast. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. And that is as a result of the podcast. So podcasts do work, Luke. I think I think we should continue down this track. <laughs> what else, Lukey? Uh, we also want to thank again um, Annalisa from the transcriptionpeople.com.au. Annalisa seated us, didn't she? She did. She's... Um, Basically, Annalisa from the transcriptionpeople.com.au oh, <laughs> approached <Please>. us. 
um, approached us and said, uh, can she do transcriptions of our podcasts for yeah. us? Yeah. Um, and we said, yes, absolutely, why not? Uh, so they're available on our website. One of the great things about um, doing transcriptions of podcasts and video is it does have some search engine optimization benefits to it. It does, it does. Because uh, currently search engines can't actually uh, index audio and video content. Mm-hmm. They will eventually. Uh, so getting a transcription on your website is really handy for SEO as well. Loving so, that. And so um, that's been – and it's also good – I mean, like that interview we did with Steve, I, I would – very much grab the transcription of that because there's a lot of tips in there, you know, yeah. highlight and action and all that type of stuff. So that would be a good thing. Hey, listeners, that is enough from us. Suffice to say, there's a lot in the show notes. Go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, get the show notes, have a look, have a look around at the other stuff that's on the site. Connect with us on Twitter and LinkedIn. There are now buttons under our mugshots on our homepage, Lukey. So listeners can do that. So we'd love to get linked in with you and we'd love to be on, you know, connect on Twitter as well. Absolutely. We are... And make sure you also sign up for every chapter from Ooh. Timbo's book, Cha-Ching. Cha-Ching. Make sure to get, you go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com yes. and, uh, and sign up for that and you'll receive a chapter a week. Lovely, Lukey. I reckon that's it, mate. We are actually going to go and do a little, um, a little ad for our upcoming special... What do you call it? Um, special surprise. Special surprise which, which for we'll our be listeners. Telling you about soon. So stay tuned for that. And um, thanks, listeners, for supporting small business, big marketing. We love your work. Keep it up. Catch you See next you time. See you next time. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.